Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Voice Notes. And today I'm going to talk to you about the art of writing better work emails. Okay, this is a skill that I wish they taught in school. I wish there was a course about email writing, you know? I wonder if they have it now in colleges. But I want, I wish this was a skill that was imbibed in us and taught to us. Um, see, at least when I was in school, we were still being taught how to like, write letters, right? And then also write very formal and useless letters that you're never going to write to anybody. Like, how many of us actually have a friend in boarding school? <laughs> and how many of us are writing a letter to that person? Um, how many of us are actually writing a letter to the town hall? Like, that doesn't happen. And those are the irrelevant, unnecessary things they ta- they teach us at school. But today, I just want to teach you this skill in a short format. And we actually, if you're part of the academy, we have a master class in the recordings and the call recordings uh, about um, leadership and communication where I've taught this topic in detail. So feel free to check that out. Um, again, if you're part of the academy. Um, so how to write better emails. Let's talk about that. So what happens is emails are, of course, you know, at least in America, about 80-90% of our conversations are happening via emails or Skype chats, right? Um, And nowadays, we don't even have water cooler chats because we're probably working from home. Um, And then meetings are essentially too many people. So there's less one-on-one conversation happening. um, And a lot of that conversation is going down with emails. What I've noticed is that women are really nervous with email writing because I think women tend to overthink things or they're empathetic. So they want to know how the other person's feeling about their email. Um, And then on top of it, emails have no tone in it, which creates more self-doubt and more worry and more scarce, you know, more fear, da da da. Everything is a little messy when it comes to emails. On top of it, nobody taught us how to do this. So I just want to share with you a few ways you can start writing better emails at work, okay? The first thing I recommend everybody to do is always start with intent. Anything you do should always start with intent anyways. What is your intent? Why are you writing this email? I understand sometimes we are in the middle of things and we're just rushing. In fact, I was one of those people when I worked in a corporate job, I was one of those people who replied like instantaneously and yeah, and made mistakes <laughs> because I was so rushed to like respond, respond, respond. So I think again for women because we might be very attached to the rewards and we might confuse urgency with rewards. So that means if I reply quickly, I'll be rewarded for it. That's not true. That's actually far from the truth sometimes. You'll be rewarded if you respond with the right answer versus the fastest answer, right? So I feel like some of us are like playing um, rapid (laughs) fire round. As soon as an email comes, we have to reply. My first suggestion would be to slow down and ask yourself, what is my intent here? What am I trying to communicate? Uh, A great rule of thumb is like, wait at least two hours to respond, right? One of my mentors taught me that, wait at least two hours. Nothing is going to happen unless the email says urgent, like, like everything is in red and you work in a manufacturing company where everything is shut down unless you reply. I get it. Even then, I think I wouldn't respond with an email. I would actually go on the floor and find out what the hell's going on before I jump in and make it worse, right? Um, so don't respond quickly. Take about two hours to get back to people. Flag the email, put it on the side, and come back to it after you've thought it through. 
then when you start writing, you want to start writing with the intent, literally just on a piece of paper or even in the email. My intent with this email is, and then you can delete this sentence later. Like, it's totally fine. Even if you leave it there, I don't think anybody's going to mind it. But of course, don't do it for every single email. But think about it. Is the intent to answer a question? Is the intent to ask a question? Is the intent to bring people together? Is the intent to propose a solution? Is it the intent to request a meeting? Is the intent to bring to people's attention all the things they are not able to see? Is the intent to review something? Is the intent to revise something? Or is the intent to... Um, just reframe all the things that happened in a meeting is it a you know is it a summary of a conversation like ask yourself what is what is the purpose of this email like intent may be a big word but what is the purpose why am i doing it ask yourself that once you have clarity on that i promise you'll know how to write better because if you're just writing mindlessly then you're definitely not hitting the intent all the time and you might be uh, experiencing like ghosting, right? Like people don't respond to your emails or people uh, don't take your email seriously or people are, people have made an opinion about your style of writing. So the way to reclaim that is start with intent, start with purpose of the email, then start with, then ask yourself, what would, what do I want in return? So a lot of people, again, confused and scared and worried because let's say somebody didn't get back to them. Now, in some emails, there is no getting back to you. <laughs> like maybe nobody has to respond. Maybe it's an information and you're just leaving it at that. But if you don't get that clarity before you hit send, you might fall into that trap of why didn't they respond? Why didn't they respond? Why didn't they respond? And then you have unrealistic expectation that somebody should respond to something when there's nothing to respond. So please be careful and mindful that what am I expecting in return? Okay, I'm expecting an acknowledgement. Look, that's not going to happen. Nobody's going to acknowledge that they've received your email. Like they don't have time for it. You have to realize people are super duper busy, right? So ask yourself, okay, you know what? In return, I would like them to respond with a proposed time for a meeting or they should respond with a with a with a new idea or approval of this idea. So once you know that, that becomes your call to action. So for example, if I want you to reply to my email, at the last sentence, I'm going to say hit reply or reply to this email to let me know what you think. Or I look forward to hearing from you in the next couple of days. You see, you want to get as specific as possible with the call to action because you cannot leave that job onto the reader and expect them to already know that what they need to do with this email and how they need to respond okay so it's super super important that you understand this and you work on making sure that the call to action is succinct clear and timely because a lot of people will say look forward to hearing from you and then the person never gets back to them for like seven days and they start freaking out when all you had to do was i look forward to hearing back from you in two days if i don't hear back i'll follow up that's it it's not a lot of words. It's just you establishing a boundary so the other person knows how, how to show up for you. You know what to do. You don't fall in the trap of self-doubt and catastrophizing. Why they're not responding? Why they're not responding? So call to action is really, really important. The third thing you want to do is address the email to a specific human being. Like I've seen so many people do, hi team, can you help me with this? And it's all good, but if there are like nine people on the email, how the hell will any of them know who's supposed to respond and then you're also adding more more work on their plate because now they have to figure amongst themselves who needs to respond so help people 
take a minute to understand who has the best expertise in it and just address it to that one person and at the bottom you can say if you're not the right person for this please let me know who i can contact okay this way you can elevate your email and you can make sure that people do get back to you if they're not the right person they'll still get back to you and say look i'm not the right person for this forward it to x y and z but address it to one person so that person can at least help you if you don't address it to anybody nobody will respond to you okay lastly use a lot of bullet points short bullet points will help you very much so in these conversations because longer emails and paragraphs tend to be very very difficult to read for a lot of us so that's why start with bullet points smaller paragraphs simple sentences avoid a lot of repetition of words or useless words like i am trying to say this you can just say it or i think we should just remove i think we must or we should explore this idea the better ways to format sentences and you should work on that um it comes with practice so reread your sentence and see if you can say it in lesser or fewer words fewer words will lead to more impactful emails one because it forces you to say only what you want to say versus what you feel like you want to say and it's really really important to reread and reduce the number of words and that ways you will say something in a very beautiful and succinct manner in fact you'll able to, you'll be able to use your vocabulary as well to um to say some complicated emotions in less words with beautiful words so try this and then lastly you want to remove i see a lot of women do this they have an explanatory paragraph so they'll first establish the premise they'll say da 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 da, da and then they'll say this happened because and they will go into like these giant paragraphs explaining themselves and why things happened and why da 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 like a lot of stuff which is not relevant to the conversation and it's somewhat a way of making yourself feel comfortable and making yourself feel less scared and like giving too much information take the explanatory paragraph outside wait for people to ask you those questions and answer them one by one nobody really cares how you feel or what happened people really mostly care about how they can help or what's in it for them so always be future focused don't don't show your weaknesses don't show your insecurities in any written format or even spoken word at work because this can backfire and it can create a personal brand that you don't want to create at work right that you can get the reputation of somebody who writes really long emails and you don't want to be that person you want to be the person who adds value to other people's lives and cares about other people and the way they write shows up in in that it shows up that you care about my time that's why you're taking the time to write a nice email now one of my last advice would be to stop reading your emails <laughs> i know i do it uh and i know i always spend a lot of time doing that and i'm trying to avoid it as much as possible don't reread it let it be it's very difficult to communicate tone in an email so you will never be able to decipher if the tone was perfect or not just your intent is what's going to be the most foundational thing about work emails okay so make sure you do that and remember that everybody is very busy and has very complicated lives so if they didn't get back to you never take it personally it's definitely something other than you like always assume that they're very busy and you're literally like the last person on their mind so stop stop 
creating these narratives that people hate you and that's why they're not replying. None of that is true. People are just very busy and have complicated lives and you're not the center of their universe. So let them be. And if you need to follow up, be confident and follow up with a, with a direct message where you're saying, hey, I sent you an email three days ago. I was wondering if you could get back to me by end of day today. Um, would you like me to set up a call to discuss further? Whatever. Just make it possible for them to get back to you. Remind them because they must have forgotten. Okay. I hope these tips help you write with confidence. And I'm going to tag a writing course that I recommend every one of my clients to take. And I invite you to take it too. It's like only $19 on Udemy. And it's a it's a fantastic course on English writing and I think you'll benefit from it a lot. So check that out and thank you so much for listening. Bye.